0: We are in a new series, prototype. The title of this sermon is "Received and Listen." We all model something. We all, we are all, uh, you know. And, and the thing about a prototype is, a prototype, with something that you begin, you create it first. But the reality is, the prototype isn't always the exact same model. It, it's not, or, or I'm sorry, what comes after the prototype is not the is not the. It's not the same thing, right? I mean, because you you, you create something initially, and that's sort of the, the projected ideal of what you want it to be, but it's not the finished product. Can I tell you something, church? We're still not there either. We're not the finished product yet. You see that the church has been around for a very long time, but we're still not at the finished product. But the reality is, we still need to model ourselves off something, off a certain way that maybe the church was designed to be, and we need to learn to get back to that. Because 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 the thing is, I'm not saying that we do it bad, but we could all do it a whole lot better. Amen. I, now listen, I'm just going to forewarn you. I've seen a bunch of people shake their heads, so I might hold you to it over the next few weeks. Okay, all right. So how to be, how to be, the church? What if you could be the church that other people look to and say, man? I want to model myself off that. that That's the prototype. I want to be like that. And it's not that you're doing it for people, but we do it for God. Amen? It's all about God. I promise you, it's always all about Jesus. If you have your Bibles this morning, we are going to be in 1 Thessalonians We are going to begin in chapter two. We may go backwards somewhere this over the next few weeks. I haven't decided yet, but we are going to be in chapter two, and we only have one verse. So, uh, but again, I'm going to ask you all if you would, if you could, and you're willing, would you stand for the reading of God's word? Chapter two, verse thirteen. For this reason. We also constantly thank God that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its works in you who believe. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word. God, thank you that Lord we get together. Lord, it's a privilege to gather with freedom. It's a privilege to gather and knowing your Holy Spirit's here. Lord, we God, we just invite you. Lord, yeah, you're already here, but Lord, I I I invite you, because I know you're the gentleman that you are. You're you never force yourself upon us. Lord, I invite you to have your way with us. Lord, I invite you, Lord, to move amongst us. Lord, speak, God manifest your power God and Lord I pray Lord as you do that because you are so faithful to do to do just that to speak to us Lord to, to move amongst us God I pray that that Lord we are listeners Lord that we are partakers Lord that we give audience to you. God, I love you, and I praise you, and I thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Um, so so let's, let's – we're going to hit some points in here because – yeah. Yeah. I did a whole lot of research in, in this particular section. We're going to talk a little bit about exactly where we are in Scripture a little bit as, as we get into this. But I want you to understand something about the, about what we're reading here. He says, for this reason, we constantly thank God that when you received, and listen, that word, that word received means to associate with. It's a, it's a Greek word that literally an analogy of it would be, it, it's like, once you received it, you assumed an office. You assumed a position. Now I want you to think about that for a minute, because if you know, if you receive a gift, then there's something different about you suddenly. You now it's you plus something else, right? If you really received God's word. If you really and, and if you received it, then what did you what was it that you received? It was more than just a gift, right? You you would have received strength. You would have received power. You would have received a new title, a new position. In today's world, like a a good analogy, you you might have received adoption papers. Because now you're adopted into the kingdom of God, you're royalty. I mean, think about that for a minute. Like, you—you literally, some people walk around so defeated. But the reality is, if you've got the living God living inside of you, when you walk in, the atmosphere should shift in your favor. But we don't believe that most of the time, right? And it, it says. He says the word of God which you heard, so it's past tense. You have given audience to it and, and from us who accepted it not as the word of men, but for what it really is. It's the word of God which also performs. That's a Greek word. It's an energio. It literally means it's it's active with power. It's where the it's same same word where we get energy. It's energy. It's flowing. It's going. It's moving. It's not stopping. It, it's 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 like the um, It's a steam behind a steam power locomotive. It's energy. It's giving you power. In the work of those who believe, they receive the Word of God as the Word of God. And today we're going to talk about how you receive, who you received it from, what that means, and what it looks like. the three facts about how they received it. Number one, first of all, you've got to get that they received this from men. God's word comes from this. You, you They received it from men. Now, listen, some people, sadly, They've got this weird mindset that they think the only way that you're really going to hear the Word of God is from, well, guys that are called to do what I do, preach. Can I tell you something? Preaching really is like, sometimes I go, God, I'm so glad you called me to preach because I legitimately have people that gather to come to me to let me tell you the Word of God. I mean, you guys kind of have it harder. I'm just being honest. When you're you're out in the world, you're you're out in the world, you're at your jobs, you're 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 you might be at the school or wherever. It, it, sometimes they don't want to hear it. You guys come here, well, it's pretty simple. You literally come here for me to tell you the word of God. I mean. But they heard it from men, but they didn't necessarily the, the people of Thessalonica the Thessalonians did not all hear from Paul, Timothy, and Silas. You've got to get this; they weren't there very long. And matter of fact, right before they got there, they had they had already suffered from abuse and beating and everything like that. And then they, but they still chose to go. But when they went, they spoke it to some men, women, and guess what they done. They went out and spoke it to everybody else. You see, that was a prototype of the church. That's what what we're called to do, by the way. We're, We're called to hear it, receive it, believe it, believe it in such a way that we are instilled with boldness, and then we go out and we open our mouth too. Church, I'm not trying to condemn nobody, but I would ask you this morning, when was the last time that you shared God's word with anybody outside of these four walls? That wasn't in my notes. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah. It's a great question we can ask all of each other, right? I've got proof positive that the world is hungry. For God's word. You you want to see the proof? Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, are huge denominations, right? They've got parts of God's word in them, but not the full truth. Like, people are hungry for it. The reality is, though, is that somebody from... That church reached them, reached them before you did. Now some of now, listen, I, I get there's there's some of us that have that they just listen they made some bad decisions, but both of those churches. I mean, that's just two, by the way. Proof positive, though, hundred percent proof positive. And we're talking about some missional people, by the way, too. I mean, missional people, people that really believe in you. I mean, they'll get out there and knock your door down. Success of how you receive God's word means it will show in the people around you It's not just to the minister. Success of how God's word is received, it it, it means that it will show in the people around you. We receive God's word and and truth. The reality is we have to realize that that truth is not just for us. Number two. The word was taught and preached, but not just received as from men, but from God. Again, we have to see that it's not like, so here, here's the reality. If, if, I, if I stand up here and tell you something, you're like, man, that preacher said this. But if we don't see it as, a, as what it really is, the preacher says it because God says it. Now, listen, if I ever say something God doesn't say in here, I, I, please rebuke me for that. Shut your ears off! Don't let it don't let it actually enter your mind and go into your heart and make you change your mind about who God is and who God says you are. Don't ever do that. But always, I I, I challenge and I tell everybody, hey, open your Bibles up, follow along with me because I never ever want to ever 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 say anything that's not in here. And you shouldn't ever want to listen to anything that's not in here either. But you'll but you'll miss it if you don't know. But if you hear it come from men, you have to receive it and know that it comes from the Word. It's also, it comes from God. And if it really comes from God, then what does it really mean for you? What does it really, really mean? It comes from God Almighty who literally spoke and all of creation was formed. I mean, the, my Bible says that he placed the stars and you don't think His Word can't have power in your life? You don't think that He can't move a miracle, move a mountain out of your life? Are you kidding me? And there's too many times we hear something, we might hear, we might hear somebody say something like, well, I don't think God will do that for me. He might have done it for you, but I don't think he's going to do it for me. I've been praying for a long time, man. It just ain't happening. You know how long I've prayed for my lost loved one? They're still lost. Do you know how long I've been praying for healing? They still ain't got healed. Do you know how many stories I've heard about people that have continued to pray and then one day, one day God just showed up and a miracle happened? If you 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 have to receive God's word in this way. You can't just so the title of the sermon was received and when you received it and what happened. Because it could be received, but well, I don't know. But for you, I hope it's received and. That's my hope and desire for this church, that that when you receive God's word, when when it's it's me, when it's Pastor Jamie up here preaching or someone else up here preaching, when you receive God's word, you go, man, that's my word. That's God's word for me. God really wants this for me in my life. He really wants this for me in the the life of this church. He wants this for the life of this community, for the life of, of, of my kids, for my grandparents, for my parents, my... I know I can't tell you how many kids I know that have got lost parents at home that just want to see their their parents come to, to, to Christ. And I'm not talking about the come to come to church. I'm talking about come to Christ. Because there's a difference. When you receive God's Word, when you hear God's Word, does it it awaken something inside of you? Does it suddenly go, oh wait, maybe things aren't so hopeless. Maybe I do have strength now. I'm not who the enemy said I was all week. I'm not, I'm not lost. I'm not hopeless. I'm not weak. I'm not, I'm, I'm not ugly because I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. I'm more than a conqueror because that's who God is. And, and if God lives inside of me, then, then why am I worried about all this other stuff? What position have you, like, did you realize that you have a position in God's kingdom and for the record, I love you all very much. Your position is not here. Unless you're, unless you're praying, your position is not to just to sit down and not do anything. It's not about just coming to church. With some, it's not, as, well, I'm old and tired. If you have breath in your lungs, you have the ability to pray to the living God and intercessory for people. Some of you all may be here right now on the wings of those prayers. We've got to learn. We've got to get this to not just be the prototype, prototypical church that was in the New Testament, but Lord, to... to To be this church that God has assigned us to be. To be his bride. He's given us his word. And you've got to get to a place in your life where these words jump off of the page and into your heart. But that won't happen if you don't change your mind when you receive, but you're like, well, I don't know, bud. I don't know if that's really for me. I know you did that once, God, but would you really do it again? This brings me to this other one, last point. when they received God's word, they re- it says this, pull up the scripture again, Jamie, please. It says, for, it says to perform its work in those who believe. The word of God also performs its works, and you who believe. Did you read that with me? It's the Word of God, which also performs its works, and you who believe. You see, I tell people all the time, like, man, God works in my life. And I hear God speak, and so I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't ever really see God work a whole lot in my life. Well, do you believe? It performs and the works of, of you who believe. Can I, can I tell you something, church? To, to be the church that, that receives God's word and to really hear it, to really to really see it move, you've got to believe. You've got to believe it. And I'm not saying that's easy, by the way. Because sometimes disappointment was the last thing that you experienced. Sometimes life seems like it stacks up against you, right? It's one thing after another, after another, and it seems like life circumstances are suddenly bigger than God's than the God that we serve, because it's all stacked up against you. But the reality is, is what might be stacked up against you, you just struggling to see that the God that's standing over top of all of it, and you got to believe that God is still moving in the midst of your circumstance. You've got to believe that no matter what the history of, of, of what you might have experienced doesn't have to be the future of what God wants. You've got to believe that no matter what things have always, the way things have always been done doesn't mean that it's always like has to continue on that way because God wants to move, but it performs. It's, it's it, the energy, the energio is a, the, the Greek word for that. The energy behind its work, it's, it's crazy. I tell this people this all the time. I, I said it in my prayer. God doesn't force himself on you. God is a perfect gentleman, and he's just asking for your participation for you to believe in, and believe in his too. Now listen, there have been some cert- I'm not saying that God can't move because sometimes he does sometimes he moves in those just to show him that it's real. But, God, but it says very plainly that the Word of God also performs its works and you who believe, you've accepted it, you've, you've heard it. If you've really accepted it, you've taken audience to God and, and you sit and you listen to God, then that accepting means you have to own it. I could not stand here today and do this if I didn't really believe God had worked in my life. I can't tell you what it was like before. I I can't tell you what it was like before. Before God saved my soul, I wasn't the kind of person that a lot of you all would like to be affiliated with. I mean, I had a real sharp tongue, bad anger problem, all of it, but God did something inside of me that I can't explain, and the thing is, I wonder today, are Are we coming to church over and over again and and never expecting God to perform His work? Are we never expecting God to actually do what His word says it'll do? Are we never expecting it because we don't believe it? We've got to get to a place in, in our life that we really believe God's word for what it is. It's God's word, it's not mine. I'm not it's not because I said it, it's because he said it. And if he said it, if God's for us and who can be against you? And you weren't ever called to fit into this world, you're called to stand out anyway. Leave it. It's a story in um Mount of Transfiguration when Jesus and his disciples are up on the mountain and and they come down off the mountain and, and and the disciples have been trying to cast a demon out of this out of this boy or this young man, and the disciples couldn't do it and and man sees Jesus coming out of the mountain, and, and Jesus at this point has been transfigured. He's probably still glowing white, you know. Which, by the way, was one of the greatest miracles ever. not the fact that, that he was transfigured. It's the fact that he, he he had hid his his true image from everybody for all that time. And he sees Jesus, and he goes, If you can cast this demon out. And Jesus goes, like, if? <laughs> what? <laughs> and all is possible for those who believe, and the, and the Father looks at him and says, Lord, help my unbelief. Church, I got one simple message for you. God's words are for you. And if you're struggling with believing it, I'm going to invite you this morning. Would you stand? And I'm going to invite you this morning. Would you come down and say that simple prayer that Father did? Would you help with my unbelief? Because if you can ever get to this place where you really receive God's word for yourself and this church, I promise you, you will see God move.